kids like you Maker of heaven Lord of the land And Lord of the sea Holy and true Faithful and able Lord of all time And eternity I'd like us to look at Habakkuk chapter 2 Please go with me to the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 and we are going to read some verses of scripture there uh, which I believe are important uh, for our time together. Habakkuk chapter 2 um, and I'm reading from verse 1. I will stand my watch and set myself on the tower and watch to see what he, that is what the Lord, will say to me. And what I will answer when I am corrected. I believe that there is no better time where every one of us must do the kind of thing that uh, Brother Habakkuk did than at a time like this. He said, I'm going to stand on my, on my watch and I'm going to set myself on the tower. And I'm going to watch to see what he will say to me, what the Lord will say to me, and what I will answer when I am corrected. You see, there are certain things that you cannot see from everywhere. I said there are things you cannot see from everywhere. Perspective is impacted by location. When I was in Israel... There are vantage points. In fact, if you climb to some of those places, you will see the thing with clarity. But there are other places where you are where you will not see such a, such a sight. And what Habakkuk is telling us is that what we see and what we hear now depends on where we are located. And Habakkuk says, I'm going to stay at my watch. I'm going to stay at my watch and I'm going to set myself above ground i'm going to go up on the tower and then from that place i'm going to watch to see what god will say to me there is no time that we need to hear god like this time that we are inside now you see what habakkuk was facing was a very dangerous situation the, there was going to be this invasion coming against israel and the things we are not we are not normal in this season and Habakkuk knew that this was time to go up. Time to go to the tower. I think you can call that the title of this brief exhortation. It's time to go up on the tower. It's time to go up on the tower. And it's up on the tower in the place of communion. In the place of fellowship. That is where we hear what God is saying to us. That's where we are going to get divine direction. Uh, which, as my friend Dr. Chuka says, is the master key to distinction. When God leads a person, when God orders your step at a time like this, that is the critical key for the moment that we are living inside. I will stand my watch. So each of us, we have a watch. And you see, when you are posted on a watch, if you are not at your watch, other people may be at their watch, but your absence at your watch can be a massive problem. Just imagine that you have a whole compound and then you have posted security men at their different watches. 
But then, one of them or two of them, you don't need everybody to abandon their watch. You just need one person to abandon his watch for the enemy to come in. So, we must stay at our watch. We must stay where God has located us, first of all, in Christ, and then with the assignment that he has given to us, and then we must go up on the tower. So, you can be at your watch location and not be on the tower at, the, at that location. So, the thing there is being at the watch and then going up on the tower. The high place, the place of fellowship, the place of communion where we hear the voice of God. And then, the next thing he says, I will watch to see what God will say to me. So, when we are properly located, God begins to speak. God begins to bring clarity. We begin to hear things. We begin to hear things that otherwise we will not hear from a general uh, location. Okay. And then he said, I will also see what I will answer. So even our response in prayer will be dependent on what we hear in our tower. That, that is very important. So when we answer out of sync with what God is saying, you know, then our answer is not correct. We are not answering right. But when we are properly located, we will hear right and we will pray right, we will answer right, we will respond right. Now look what he says in verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets or on tables, that he may run who reads it. Immediately God begins to speak to Habakkuk about the vision. Once he went to his watch and then he went up on the tower, God began to talk to him about the vision. He said, write this vision that you are seeing. So from that tower, Habakkuk begins to see a clear vision of what is coming, of what God is saying, or where God is going, or what God is doing. And as he began to see that, the Lord said, write this vision down. Uh, so, and then make it plain on tablets, on tables, so that he may run who reads it. So you see, the vision that God has given to us was received on a tower. The Lord has brought a vision to us and he wants the vision to be made plain so that there is no confusion. And then he said, so that it is also made plain on tablets. Incidentally, in the Old Testament, God wrote for them on tablets of stone. But you know, in this New Testament, God has now promised to write on the fleshy tables of our hearts. He has promised to write on our hearts. So can you imagine a vision that is made plain on the heart of a person? It's engraved. <laughs> That's the word. This vision is engraved on the heart. Then you can run as you read the vision. You see, a vision, a heavenly vision, generates a running. I said a heavenly vision generates a running. It generates speed. And... When somebody begins to run with a vision that is engraved on the heart, hmm, then the hope, that vision has a hope of fulfillment. Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables so that he may run. He may run. You see, depending on the vision, you can't be walking with a certain vision because if the vision demands urgency and you are walking, your your 
body language that is it your body language is not synchronous is not in agreement with the vision that you are seeing imagine that somebody saw a vision and there's fire burning on one side and then the person is just throwing along no 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 that that behavior is not in agreement with the vision that you are seeing so the vision of eternity that god has given to us the vision of maximizing calvary making sure that all of us and the rest of the people of the world they live with eternity in view and that calvary is maximized that jesus gets maximum harvest from the price that he paid that vision warrants running it warrants running we must run with it the bible said the bible said there was his name philip philip ran after the ethiopian eunuch if you remember when uh, you know that philip on that gaza road if you remember that gaza road experience bible said when philip was told by the spirit say join this chariot get to this man and join bible said philip ran because the chariot is carrying the man away this man this target for this vision is heading back to ethiopian darkness with speed so if you don't run you can't catch him there must be a running with the vision when we read it properly and then look at verse 3 say for the vision is yet for an appointed time i believe that this is the appointed time for the vision that god has given to us and that is why we are going to spend some time to pray the vision pray it into our hearts and pray it upon the nations of the earth so that it will come to pass but at the end this vision we speak this vision will not lie and he said even if it tarries wait for it see the vision of eternity will not lie if it seems to tarry wait for it the vision of the cross and what jesus did will not lie that vision cannot lie that is the only hope of the world where we live and if it seems to tarry just wait for it because it will manifest in full it will surely come and it will not tarry and every specific vision that god has given to you Every The promises that God has given to you, they will not tarry in the name of Jesus. The promises that God has given to you, there are several of you that are on this, on this prayer meeting this morning. There are specific things that God has spoken to you about. I perceive in my spirit to tell you that those things will not tarry. Receive that in the name of Jesus Christ. And finally, verse 4, that is where I'm going to stop. He said, Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. When, when you are dealing with vision, there is no place for pride. Because it was received by grace. It was received by mercy. When God speaks to us, it's not a matter of merit. It's a matter of his grace. And we humble ourselves. But look at that last part. It says, but the just shall live by faith, by his faith. And you know that that latter scripture, it appears repeatedly in the New Testament. He said, the just shall live by faith. For we live by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. So, and the reason is because, and this is where I'm going to stop. The reason is because vision demands that you live by faith. <laughs> Look, because you are seeing things that have not happened. You are seeing things that have not manifested. You, you are talking about things. Imagine some of these prophets announcing what was coming and the people are saying what are you talking about go away from here because this thing is not obvious to everybody so the person of vision mandatorily must live by faith he has to live by faith because 
the things he's talking about will manifest in the future. They are sure, but they are not presently obvious. So I want you to stir up faith in your spirit. Let's live by faith that what God has said to us will come to pass, that it will impact other people, that it will help other lives, that it will get to the nations, that God will draw people into it. Let's live by faith. Let's believe God that the mustard seed will grow. Amen. Let's believe God that lives will be impacted as we send out the word of God. Let's believe that our prayers will be answered. Let's believe that God will do great things. Let's believe that God will draw men and women, that God will bring the resources we need. Let's believe God. Let's believe that the one that brought this vision will supply everything that is needed to bring it to pass. Years ago, the Lord spoke to us and he said, I will never fail to pay the bill for this vision. God told us that and that has been our experience. He has paid the bills. So let's believe God together. Even your, in your personal life, the specific things that God has spoken to you about, meet them with faith. Amen. Meet it with faith. If there are promises and things that God has spoken to you about, don't be wondering and say, well, let us hope. Don't be hoping. God has spoken. I, I said, don't be hoping. God has spoken. <laughs> Let's believe God. Believe that His promise for your family, His promise concerning your children, His promise concerning your career and other areas, Believe that that promise will come to pass and uh, his name will be glorified in our lives in Jesus' name. So this morning, I've shared with us that first of all, the vision that God has given to us, we cannot see from the valley. We have to stay at our watch and go up on the tower. Then secondly, we must the vision must be engraved on our hearts and it will produce a running that he may run that readeth it. And the more we run with that vision, the more there will be a hope of fulfillment. And then we have seen that if it seems like it is tarrying, wait for it because it will manifest and it will not lie. And finally, the vision must be embraced by faith. You know, it's like a mustard seed, but it has life inside. Oh, I said the vision has life inside. The vision has life. The vision has life. And God will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Let's thank God. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this word. Thank you for the word that you have spoken to us. Time to stand at the tower. Time for the tower. The time for the tower. For us to get up to the tower to hear you and to see what you are saying, where you are going with clarity in a confused generation. Father, now we are asking in the name of Jesus that the vision you have brought will be engraved on our hearts. Your life vision for us, the vision of the ministry, the vision of the things you are speaking to us about as individuals. Lord, they will be engraved on the tables of our hearts in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we are asking that as we run with these visions, they will be fulfilled. They will come to pass. They will manifest. They will not tarry in the name of Jesus. And our eyes will see their fulfillment in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, blessed Father. We ask that, Lord, your spirit will stir up faith. Stir up faith in our hearts. Lord, that we we may dare to believe God. That we may dare to step out in faith and see you do great things. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Of the sea.